It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. reconnect 
and remember our divine, eternal nature. Through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past and kept them merely reacting to life. I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control, which has kept them focused on an imagined future, on things that haven't happened and probably won't happen. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to live in the only moment that is available to live in, which is the nanosecond of the now. It's only in the present moment where synchronicities, miracles, and magic can occur. Now, as an angel practitioner, I help people to rise above their lives and to see it from a higher perspective, to clearly see the negative patterns and destructive habits that have caused them to sabotage and limit their beautiful lives. I do this with the help of a very large, extraordinary group of angels who are called the Posse of Angels. They have a funny sense of humor and are extremely loving and compassionate. They give very down-to-earth, practical advice that people can very easily translate to create bliss, joy, balance, and peace in their lives. So like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I am very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel guidance and advice. The call-in number for the show is 646-716-6794. Again, that call-in number for that angelic advice for myself, Claire Candy Hawk, and the Posse of Angels is 646-716-6794. But before we get to those calls, once again, welcome everyone to Angel Healing House Radio. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for following the show. Thank you for liking and sharing, referring it to others. And uh, whether you're listening in by computer or by phone, perhaps you're listening to the four years of weekly archive shows of, on different topics, and they all can be found on the Angel Healing House Blog Talk Radio site. You just go on the Angel Healing House page, and then you scroll down and you'll see all of those weekly topics come up going back for four years. I see that we have several callers on the line. That 111 uh, from Tampa, you're going to be first. And then Kate uh, from California, you're next. Um, uh, if you're a regular listener, you know that I take about 20 minutes or so to speak about our topic of the day before taking those phone calls for that free angel advice. And um, the Posse of Angels and I wanted to talk about a topic which is very near to our hearts at the moment. And uh, the title of today's show is called Conscious Grieving. It is with such unbearable grief that my family attended the funeral and burial of my beloved father on April 1st even though he had been very ill for four years and gradually going downhill for a long time, the emotional blow was not any less when we finally said goodbye to him. Knowing that my dad was so full of joy and was a man who always was ready with a laugh and a joke, I wasn't surprised when I realized that he chose to be buried on April Fool's Day. Now, the Posse of Angels are hearing many of your thoughts as some of you are questioning, 
chose to be buried on a certain day? Well, the posse of angels are emphasizing that nobody, and they do mean nobody's death is untimely or a surprise on the soul level, as we all wrote into the contract of our life when we were going to exit this human incarnation. Each and every one of us comes into this human incarnation with a complete toolkit to build and navigate and form our lives perfectly. And while it may appear that some people have more things in their toolkit, like resources or more connections, and certainly more time while they're in human form, we each have exactly what our individual soul needs to create and to fashion a beautiful life for ourselves. When we are conscious and know with all of our hearts that our loved ones choose to write in the contract of their book of life when they're going to exit their physical incarnation, it does give one some solace, knowing consciously that our loved ones live on across the veil provides us with great consolation as it helps us to focus on the person still being with us instead of focusing on their absence in our lives. And the Posse of Angels, and I wish to remind everyone that when you practice conscious grieving and concentrate on a on loved one's um, eternal connection to us, it's amazing how they keep in contact with us and they send us signs. For instance, I received the call from my brother at 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday, March 30th, that my dad had passed. And at that same time, a good friend who is a clairvoyant and a medium was flying into LAX at 9.30 p.m. She synchronistically called us when she landed to chat and when she heard the news about my dad, she was so sad and wanted to come over. Well, I explained to her that we had a 4.30 wake-up call and that the taxi was coming at 5.30 for an early morning flight back east for the funeral. I told her that we would catch up when we came back. Well, on the doorstep in the morning, we found a lovely surprise of some baked goods, a white rose, and a letter which I will cherish forever from this medium, uh, who is a friend, that read, Dear Candy, I love you and I'm sending thoughts to you and your family, but I can see your dad right now. He's elated, he's laughing, and he's whizzing around, and he's blowing you kisses and bubbles with a question mark. He wants his happy girl to feel his joy from heaven. Later on, I rang this friend and asked her about the bubbles that my dad was blowing that she had seen and referenced in, referenced in her letter. And she said, Candy, it was the weirdest thing. I had never seen anyone do this before. He was forming bubbles on the end of his tongue and blowing them off. Now, what this dear friend did not know was that this is a family trick, that two of my brothers, my father, I were all able to form bubbles on the end of our tongues and blow them off. And she clearly saw my father blowing bubbles to me as a reference that he is still around. After telling my family about this wonderful sign, they were questioning, how is this possible? I reminded them that in my book, One True Home, Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, 
It clearly explains how we live on. I assured my mom that the more conscious she is about dad still being alive and with her instead of being gone, then she will be able to easily discern signs from him as well. Now, listeners, after this discussion, she went to bed, and in the morning she told me, uh, told my husband Pete and I what happened in the night. It had turned bitterly cold in Maryland, and my mom had several blankets on her bed. Oh, by the way, my mom is always cold. She also has a beautiful silk bed cover, which she always takes off before she goes to bed, and she meticulously folds and puts it on a chair next to her bed. She never uses it as a blanket. Crawling into bed, she snuggled and pulled the blankets around her as the wind howled and the temperature dropped. When she awoke in the morning, the bed cover that she had folded so meticulously on the chair was spread out on top of her. After she recounted this amazing sign to Pete and myself, my brother called and told my mother of an amazing thing that happened to him. He said that with all of his sorrow and deep pain over our father's death, the day before he drove the three hours back to New Jersey from Maryland and he fell exhausted into bed. He noticed right before he dropped off to sleep that some of the blankets that he had on the bed had fallen on the floor and he was just too tired to pick them up and add them to his other covers. When he awoke in the morning, the covers that were on the floor were on top of him. Both my mother and brother are still being covered and looked after by my dad in spirit. My dad always referred to me as his happy girl, and in the past week I've seen four license plates with the words happy on them. And even knowing that the person decided when they were in spirit um, on the date and the time that they would exit their human life, and knowing that this person lives on in spirit, well, listeners, it does not negate feeling grief. When we've loved someone so deeply and invested so much of our emotional energies with the person's physical presence in our lives, the dictionary definition of grief that states, Grief is the conflicting feelings caused by the end of or change in a familiar pattern of behavior. Well, quite frankly, that dictionary definition just does not cut it. The profound ache that is experienced when a loved one dies wrenches at our hearts. It makes us feel physically ill and all but extinguishes our ability to breathe. In many ways, grief is the price we pay for love. It's a price we pay for loving someone. And the more we love someone, the more we grieve their death. And like in my father's case, knowing that he was deathly ill for four years after his stroke, well, it did not lessen or diminish the shock, the emptiness, the disbelief, and the overwhelming sadness, which are all part of the grieving process. And the Posse of Angels is reminding us that God in all of his wisdom knows how overwhelming our grief can be. So he gave us a gift. He gave us the ability to weep, to help us purge the sadness from within. The, pos the posse of angels is reminding us that tears don't represent a lack of faith. 
they um, they uh, uh, sorry that tears don't represent a lack of faith um, that we have within ourselves. The posse of angels is reminding us that tears are there because the same wise and clever God who gave each and every one of us the enormous capacity to love, he knows sorrow and he knows mourning, and that's why he gave us tears. When we cry, it just means that we are human. One relative of mine said that he was trying to be strong and to keep it together, try not to fall apart, to which I replied, for him not to put so much pressure on himself as to how he is supposed to grieve and how much time it takes. For I explained to him that no two people grieve in the same way. I am so fortunate to have had so many caring and concerned family, friends, and clients, and my worldwide social media family that have sent condolences, healing, love, and prayers in the past week. And those who have lost loved ones pretty much said the same thing to me, whether they lost a parent, a spouse, a child, or a cherished friend. Most said, grieving comes in waves. At one point, you think you're pulled together, and then you hear a song you shared, or a piece of music that reminds you of a loved one, or you watch a movie that you saw together, and wham, before you know it, you're crying, and the grief crashes upon you. For instance, Pete and I took my mom out to Whole Foods to get dinner. When the three of us walked in, and I stood there, I was hit with the memory of my mom, my dad, Pete, and I always going there for lunch and having so much fun together, and the tears were streaming down my face. One client of mine said that she lost her dad eight years ago, and over that time period, the deep pain has subsided, and she has been able to breathe again. But there's not a day that goes by that she does not think of him. The Posse of Angels is reminding us that when someone is grieving, God's presence stays very, very close to the brokenhearted. And it is this presence and this energy, if we allow ourselves to open to receive it, that can provide great comfort for us. In addition, it is vastly important to allow family and friends to support us and help us in our time of sorrow. It's just as important to realize that with the passage of time, it will greatly aid in our ability to heal, but we never truly forget. So within all of this, listeners, the Posse of Angels is reminding us that certain things can help enormously when we're mourning the physical loss of a cherished loved one. Now, firstly, they are imploring us to draw on God's strength when we are physically and emotionally overwhelmed and drained by our grief. Sit in quiet reflection and ask God to protect you from being consumed by your grief, to allow yourself to feel his healing energies and great love he has for you to strengthen you when you're feeling down. You know, one of the most beautiful things we can do when we feel overwhelmed by grief is just go outside and sit there and observe nature. 
observe the beauty of God's handiwork, the healing of the green in the nature and the beautiful songs of the birds and just the flowers and so much of the, uh, the world is blanketed in the tulips and the daffodils and the spring and the, and the beautiful flowers and plants that are blooming now. So if you really can't figure anything out and you're over, overwhelmingly consumed by grief, just go out in Mother Nature, take a walk along the ocean, along the rivers, along the lakes. Secondly, the Posse of Angels is reminding us to be compassionate and gentle and kind to ourselves in our grief. One of the great ways that we can do this is to allow ourselves to have reasonable expectations as to what we can handle and don't expect too much too soon by treating and nourishing ourselves and being soft and considerate. We will allow ourselves the freedom to remember the love we had for the person that we lost their physicality without destroying ourselves. Remember, please, self-care is not selfish and you cannot serve from an empty vessel. So nurture and nourish your own soul. Fill up your soul. Thirdly, it helps tremendously when we are grieving to plan ahead as to how we will handle situations and events such as birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays during those significant times when we feel the loss of someone on cherished dates throughout the year, we might want to plan to do something very different instead of trying to maintain old traditions that reinforce our sense of loss. The most important thing is to do what feels best for us. Don't listen to other people. Whatever they've gone through is for them. You do what's right for you and nourishes your soul. And fourthly, please be open to receive the love, the help, and support from others when you are grieving. Rather than seeing yourself as a burden to others, please do reach out to others if you're in need and give them the blessing and gift of being able to give love and healing to you. People are not mind readers and may not know that you are in need. Make it known that you would like some comfort and support. Also, the Posse of Angels wish to address the awkwardness that others feel when they find out that someone has experienced a loss and they do not know what to say. Telling even the most enlightened person in the world, oh, you shouldn't feel sad because your loved one lives on in spirit or they are now home with God, or you should be happy as they're finally pain-free and no longer suffering. I can tell you, this does not make you feel any better. And it does not help to tell them you lost a dear one too and weathered the emotional storm. That doesn't help because each one of us experiences grief on a very unique an individual depth. From my personal experience this week, I can tell you that it meant the world to me when family and friends sent me a text, an email, a Facebook chat and post just to say, how are you doing? I'm thinking about you. I'm here if you need me. I love you. Like with most things in life, if we can just keep it simple, 
without adding our interpretation and philosophy of crossing over. It helps the believed to know that we love them and we care and that we are there for them. And I would just like to tell you about two more blatant signs that my dad gave to me this past week. In my readout about my dad at his memoriam, I said that he was in the world, that he was not of it, and in many ways, he was a self-professed Peter Pan who kept the child alive in himself as he never really grew up. Coming home from his funeral, my husband and I stopped at a stoplight, and what should come to a stop across the divider on the other side of the road was a bus with Peter Pan Bus Company written on the side. I smiled, knowing that the child in my dad lives on, and he just wants his only daughter, his happy girl, to keep dancing and experiencing all the joy in life. So when we went out to dinner that night with my mom, I went to secure a table for the three of us, and I started to giggle when I heard a song that was playing over the loudspeaker. It was the end song for the movie Beetlejuice. Jump in the line, Rocky Body in Time by Harry Belafonte. And if you're not familiar with the movie, the movie is about the occupants in the house who die and then they are friendly ghosts and they're imploring the family to come and dance with them. My dad wants me his happy girl, to keep dancing with him and to take his joy and zestful life wherever I go as he is dancing right next to me. Before we go on to talk more about the grieving process and how we can consciously grieve, let's go to our phone line. Once again, if you would like to call in for a free angel reading with myself, Claire Candy Hop at Angel Healing House Radio, you can call in on 646-716-6794. Let's let's go to our first caller, 111. This is Trish from Tampa. Hello? Hi, how are you? I'm very well, Trish, and how are you? I'm very well. Um, I would like an an angel mini reading if possible. Okay, that's lovely. Um, And what's going on in your life? Any particular areas that we can take a look at? Um, How about relationship? Okay. How about relationships? Okay. All right. Well, I'm shuffling the cards. The posse of angels are going, hmm, relationship with Trish. Um, They're saying that uh, do you... Do you feel as if this relationship that you want is yours already? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I'm not, I I don't feel it yet, but I do feel. Well, I'm I'm talking about someone from the past reconciling with, so that's why I'm hesitating. Okay. All right. All right. Well, the the best thing that you can do when we want to reconcile with somebody from the past is to realize that their feelings towards us has nothing to do with us. Do you realize that? Uh, No. Okay. That's what the Posse of Angels are saying. They're saying 
you need to understand that what a person feels has nothing to do with us. It has to do with their own programming, their own belief system, their own paradigm, whether they want to blame or find fault or play a victim or, or whatever. Now, there might have been a situation that happened, but two people can have the same experience, and one can see it as a blessing, and the other can choose to see it as a tragedy. But what you can do is you can send that person green, emerald green healing light and bubblegum waves of unconditional pink clouds of unconditional love. So they're saying that um, this energy that you're going to be sending this, this person is not only going to be soothing and healing and nourishing for your soul, but it's going to affect this person. Even though they might not be aware that, that, that it's you that's sending it, this will affect them on an energetic level. And so maybe five, ten minutes, maybe 15 minutes every single day, you light a candle, you sit in quiet reflection, and you call in your higher self. Because sometimes when you know, we re- want to reconcile with somebody from the past, it twinges. I mean, they might have hurt us. They might have stolen from us. They might have uh, treated us like garbage. You know, they might have really done us wrong. And, you know, when we think about it from a human point of view, I'm, I mean, I'm human too. It hurts. So you might want to call in your higher self. Now, fish, your higher self doesn't know drama. It doesn't know ego. It has no attachment. It is pure divine source that reflection. And so you call in your higher self and then you call in the higher self of the person you want to reconcile with. Because often when when our higher self, you know, wants to connect with the person on the earth plane, they say, you know, they they can't get past the the drama and the ego. And they say, no, I don't want to speak to you. You know, I don't want to even address this. But then if we tell our higher self to speak to the higher self of that other person, then, um, then that is an easy connection because there is only love and forgiveness there. So when you've got that dialogue going, then you just um, say um, that you forgive for whatever happened, mainly for yourself, so you don't have to carry the burden of unforgiveness, of forgiveness, uh, unforgiveness on your soul. Um, but then you send that emerald green healing light and you say thank you. Thank you for providing this green healing light for, and then you add their name, and then surround them in that love, that unconditional love, and just say, you know, uh, thy will be done. And it's not my will. You know, I could, I could go to somebody in the past and, and try to reconcile all that I, that I want. And unless that person wants to reconcile, it's not going to happen. So you, you do your best and you leave the rest. And I think that's going to make a tremendous difference to you because you're too attached. You're too attached uh, with expectation to the outcome. And that you, right. cannot, that you cannot decide on. I, I, I already feel your energy is lifting. It's like, oh, my gosh, I can, I can breathe a little bit better because, you know, um, I, I, I can let go of the expectation of what should or has to happen, you know, and that's going to that's gonna make an enormous difference. 
Um, now, whether the person decides uh, to to get in contact with you with, or call you up, um, that's beyond your control because we cannot control anything outside of ourselves. The only thing we can control is that healing, that comfort, that unconditional love, and that forgiveness that we can send to somebody else. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out. Okay. One, two. Oh, my shoes. Ooh, first card is the Eight of Swords. Now, for those not familiar with tarot, in the Rider Waite deck, there's a lady, and she's, she's got the ropes around her. Um, in traditional tarot, the ropes don't cover her hands, and her feet are not bound, and she's, she's surrounded by eight swords and with a blindfold on. And it looks pretty ominous. But this card is telling me that um, it's, it's, it's all an illusion um, of being bound to something, bound to, you know, uh, the reconciliation, bound to an outcome. And the more that we can just trust and say, thank you. Thank you for everything working out for the greatest good of myself and the greatest good of all concerned. And I release the way that that's supposed to happen. Um, it's funny that, that this is an eight card, because eight cards are usually, um, you know, about uh, abundance and prosperity and wealth and uh, good fortune and all of that. But I guess we're very fortunate, those of us that trust that everything will work out for our greatest good and the greatest good of all concerned. And then we lighten our load and we lighten our burden. So the angels the positive angels really want you to trust in this. No, they want you to, again, they're, they're really stressing. Do your best. Do your best, Trish, and leave the rest. That's all you can okay. do. And the rest is up to the other person. Oh, my gosh, you've got two eights in a row. Da-da-da, here I am talking about the eights, and you've got the eight of pentacles. Now, the eight of pentacles is about hard work, about diligence, but it's also about being recognized, promoted, and it's being supported and encouraged um, for who you are, the work that you do. So the more that, oh, this is exciting. Now, this is exciting, two weeks in a row. So the more that you can just send those vibrations of healing, comfort, unconditional love, and forgiveness out, it will increase your vibrational energy and make you feel more abundant within yourself, and then you'll draw more abundance to yourself. Okay, and then the next card that's coming out is the card that is the oh, the wish card. Oh my gosh, there's only 78 cards, 78 cards in death, and only one wish card. What do you wish for, Trish? Well, I wish for a successful reconciliation. There you go, there you go, and that's all you can do. You can you can just say thank you, thank you for a successful reconciliation. And if that reconciliation means that you never speak to this person again, will you accept that? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Okay. Uh, people come into our life for a, a reason, a season, and a lifetime. And what you think is not good if this person never contacts you again on a soul level, it may be, it may be for the best. So once again, uh, be in acceptance. Don't expect an outcome. And just say thank you. 
Thank you for things working out for the greatest good of myself and the greatest good of all concerned. And I hope that's been helpful. It has. Thank you. Okay. Take care. God bless you. Bye-bye. And really, in so many instances, that's all we can say. All we can say is thank you. Thank you for the greatest um, outcome, for the greatest good of myself, and the greatest good of all concerned, especially when we um, are trying to figure life out. You know, life was never meant to be figured out. It was meant to be experienced. And we are pure intention. Our desires, our wishes, our visualization, our imagination is so vast as we are multidimensional beings and let go of the how and the when of things happening as that's the providence of God and the angels. And then we will live lives of ease and grace. Let's go to our next caller. Uh, by the way, if you would like to call in for a free angel reading with myself, Claire Candy Hoff at Angel Healing House Radio, the number to call in is 646-716-6794. Let's go to our next caller, 415. You're on the line with Angel Healing House. Who am I speaking with? Hello, this is Kate. Hi, Kate. How are you? Good. Good. What is happening in Kate's life? I am looking for new um, friends and contacts that are more of the same energy level that that I'm at. Okay. All right. Um, In a new area. I'm in a new area, so it's all a new. Oh, wonderful! Wonderful. You know, uh, and the first thing I heard is inspired action. Okay, what does the uh-huh. of angels mean by inspired action? You know, whenever we move somewhere, and they say it takes, and, and I've moved so many times in my life, they say it takes between 12, uh, 12 to 18 months to really yeah. get comfortable in a place. How, yeah. how long have you been there? Uh, 12, just about 12, 14. Yeah, just about a year, over a year. Over about a year. Okay. Now, um, so... Have you joined any? Have you joined any groups? I was thinking the first yes. thing that that says, okay, what have you joined? Meetup groups, many different meetup groups. Okay, all right. And has, has, and has that uh, brought you any um, friends or? I mean, yeah, they're fun. They're fun. They're good activities, but nothing that um, becomes uh, individual friendship. Okay. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, all those years ago when um, when people said, oh, you know, you're a new area. You must uh, go to a networking group. And uh, right. I joined network, networking groups, and it was forced. It was forced. And yeah. it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. Right. And I wasn't playing. And mm-hmm. I just... It, 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 it defeated. It defeated the energy, and I was forcing it. And then when right. I stopped going to the networking groups, and then when I, I said, well, I'm going to do something fun, you know, I'm going to join a Zumba class, um, mm-hmm. I met, I met a, a lovely lady there, and, you know, then another friend came along because of my energies were happy and light and bright. So the Posse of Angels are saying, take inspired action. There's something that you that is fun doing, 
something that okay. seems like play, playing for you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, if the meetup groups aren't cutting it, it's because it's forced. That's really mm-hmm. what it feels like, you know. And a lot of times, right. um, you know, a lot of times, you know, people of consciousness, you know, they say, oh, I'm going to go join a drumming circle. I'm going to jo- go join yeah. a meditation group or a yoga right. thing. Right. And, and still they don't, they don't feel a kindred spirit with the people right. that are there. But the funny thing is when we're doing something that's fun, and when we're doing something at which we feel like we're playing and we're giggling and whatever, whatever that is, then the mm-hmm. abundance that we feel inside is so high and is so light and matches the universe's energy so mm. fast that we could be in a line at a grocery store and, you know, somebody yeah. in front of us drops something and we start a conversation and two hours later over a cup of coffee we're still talking and, you know, and swap phone numbers, and they become a cherished friend for life. So, right. um, so they really want you to play, play. What, okay. When I say the word play and, and fun, what comes to mind? Um, being outside, and like and like you said, Zumba, something physical and yeah, music activities, yeah. Yeah, yeah, something, something like that. Um, I, yeah. you know, I, I, I am not an exercise hound at all, you know. Um, right. But if it, if, if it involves, you know, clapping and dancing and, you know, right. I'm, I'm the one in the back of the back of the room, you know, because I, I don't, well, don't, don't say that I have two left feet, but, uh, you know, I'm there to have fun. I'm not there to, to show off the best or anything like that, but. Um, it's the vibrational frequency that then is going mm-hmm. to bring you um, that kind of uh, that kind of kindred spirit with that high vibration. Let's take a card and see what comes out for our lovely Kate. Who's going to take that inspired action? Have fun, just fun. Okay. Oh, uh, another eight. Wow. The last person got two eights. You get an eight. Mm-hmm. I think something's mm-hmm. up. Okay. But this is a different eight. She got the Eight of uh, Swords, which is the Trust card. She also got the Eight of Pentacles. This is the Eight of Wands, which is an opportunity oh, like and, an, and an opening for you. And so I know you know Tarot, and this is the opening. If you provide the fun and the playing and that, mm. the opening will be there for you. Also, you know, if you follow, follow your wiggle. That's what the posse of angels are saying. Because when I, wig, when I wiggle, it means that there's something that my intuition is telling me, don't figure it out, just go towards it. And every mm-hmm. time I go towards it, on the other side of that is a miracle. The next card is the, um, is the four card. It's the emperor card. And uh, the emperor card in this is stability, is our security, is our foundation. Okay, so if we build that foundation that God and the angels will look after everything else in our life, the how and the when of things happening, but if we provide the ingredients for the recipe of fun and playing and, and focusing on our wishes and our desires, then on the other side of that, they'll take care of the how and the when of those things are coming in for us. The next card that comes in as a result of that, you've got two fours. Fours are fours um, are a stronger foundation. 
more security. And this is the four cups. And it means a stronger foundation when it comes to relationships. Also in my uh, my deck, the Rider Waite card, card, um, there's a hand. The hand of God is uh, going to be bringing you, uh, that kindred soul, that kindred spirit, on the other side of the fun and the plane. So um, it's it's very positive, very very positive. Great. But you but you just have to provide the fun and the playfulness. Mhm. So I hope that's been helpful for you. Yes, thank you very much. Okay, take care. Bye. Okay, bye bye. And so often. Uh, thank you, Kate, and thank you, Trish. Uh, so often we try to figure life out. You know, like I said, you know, years ago when uh, when I came to a new place and I wanted to uh, to you know have people know about me, of course, join business networking groups, and I went and I met some lovely people. Except it didn't really didn't yield me very much because I was telling the universe. I was dictating to the universe how things need to work out. And I've often said, listeners, that um, life doesn't happen in straight lines. You think you want to go from point A to point B, so you would go in a straight line. But life doesn't happen like that. I love the, I love the analogy that row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. It doesn't say gently up the stream. You... Go where those signs from God and the angels are showing you. And then it might be the opposite direction of where you want to go. But down the stream, you connect with somebody and they are of service to you. Or perhaps they have some information to you, for you, and you can help them. And then there, that connection leads you somewhere else. And then that connection then leads you somewhere else. And eventually you'll get to that point B, but your life will be so much more rich and it will be so much more prosperous and wealthy and abundant because of the experiences that you've had and, and you've allowed people to be of service to you and you've been of service to those people. And, uh, and, and that's the way that life works because it's a journey and it's certainly not just about the destination. So um, that's, a, that's a good, uh, that's a, a, two, two very good calls there about uh, letting go of the expectation of life, letting go of the attachment to how things need to work out, and also to take inspired action and to have fun and keep playing. Um, and I'm just going to put the cards here and I'm going to do a, a reading for this coming week. And certainly I'm not surprised with my... Uh, with my dad around me, I'm just getting shivers up up and down my legs. <laughs> Hello, Dad. Um, and he was such a jokester, and he always had a joke, and laughter was so very important to him and joy in life um, that these uh, these two calls should center around having more fun, playing more, and trying so desperately hard try to figure life out instead of experiencing it through the joy and the laughter and the inner child within all of us. So let's go to the cards and, uh, and see what comes out for this week. Uh, with my dad passing on March 30th and the funeral on April 1st, I really haven't picked up the tarot cards 
in almost two weeks. And I usually do a reading for myself or others um, every single day. And it uh, feels good to have the cards back in my hands again. They're like uh, old friends. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's like coming back home again. So let's, let's play with the tarot cards and see what comes out. Okay. All right, let's go to the first card. Our first card that comes out is a four card. We've had a couple four cards come out um, in those two readings that we had. Okay, the four card is the card of rest. The four card is um, a card of, of meditation and reflection. And certainly our um, topic today about conscious breathing um, this centers on each one of us um, after we've had a blow, like uh, we've lost something. And it doesn't have to be the loss of a loved one. It could be losing a job. It could be losing our health, you know, having our health, health compromised. It could be losing our faith. It could be all those things. When we experience a change uh, or a loss in life, um, this is this is to take time out for quiet reflection and to really connect with the divine, eternal nature in all of us because we are children of God. We are that reflection of that higher source. And, uh, and be kind and gentle to ourselves. That's really, really important. Uh, the next card that comes up for us is the Ten of Swords. And now the Ten of Swords is that card where... Finally, something is over. Now, when something is over, you know, we can choose to, to keep looking and beating ourselves up that we're no longer with that person, that person is no longer with us, um, you know, that we're no longer at that same job, that we've lost something, or we can look to the horizon because when, one, when God closes one door, there always is another door that opens up for us, always. We may not see it because we are so hell-bent on looking at the door that closed or putting our focus and attention on what is not there instead of looking towards the horizon, forgiving ourselves, forgiving a situation, and opening ourselves to experiencing life. Okay. The next card that is coming in for us is the moon card. And this is uh, what will manifest in for us is something will be revealed, okay? Something will be revealed for us. Because whenever there's an ending, there is a new beginning. And that's the circle of life. Life just is like that. So if you can't see it yet, if you can't see your faith being restored or how you're ever going to be able to breathe again after the loss of a loved one, or if you're, you just can't figure out why you've lost your job or jobs are few and far between and, and things are so difficult for you, know that on the other side of that is um, that something will be revealed. But a lot of the times, because we have expectation and because we have attachment to how things come in, we often miss uh, what the signs that God and the angels show to us. And it's right there in front of us. 
but we don't see it because we are looking for it to come in a very different way. So the posse of angels are saying that with that loss that we have experienced, something new will be revealed to us. Not to take the place of and not to, help, not to make us forget, but an opening will be shown to us. The next card for us um, at the, the top of the reading is the Knight of Pentacles. And the Knight of Pentacles is the hard work card. Okay, this is uh, diligence. Um, this is the opening that will allow ourselves to, uh, to apply ourselves and our talents. Help us be determined um, and then to show our will. So um, before we go on, I just saw that 917 pops up. 917, you're on the line with Angel Healing House Radio and Claire Candy Hoff. Who am I speaking with and where are you from? Hi, this is Ashiel from New York. How are you? I'm well, Ashiel. How are you? I'm good. Um, you know, I know it's almost the end of the show, but uh, I just got an idea from the uh, previous caller. Um, I'm also like starting to have new friendships, and uh, I'm open to that. Uh, however, uh, I just reconciled with uh, a friend of mine that I ended the friendship with um, last November. So we just reconciled right. last last week, and you know we haven't spoken since, but uh, we made peace, so to speak. So I'm just trying to see where things are going to move on from here. Okay, and uh, and who approached who? I said, uh, did you approach this person? Yeah, yes, did, I did. Uh, yeah, 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 I did. I just saw him on the street. I just called his name and you know, gave him a big smile, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just trying to be a bit, you know, I'm trying to become a little bit bigger person and be more forgiving and you know that sort of stuff. Oh, isn't it lovely? And so, uh, and so, uh, he hasn't contacted you since. Yes, that was, uh, and I haven't contacted him since. You know, it takes a while, I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm just trying to figure out. Just let the universe right. kind of guide me. Exactly. But you have done, you have, you have done yourself such a wonderful service because. You extended that olive branch, you know, you extended that smile, and that's all you can do, and that evolves in his court, but it lightens your load, and it makes you feel better, and yeah. um, and, and, okay. and that's it. That's all that you can do, but let's go to the prize and see what comes out for Shield yeah. as far as this reconciliation with this, this friend here. First card, oh, isn't that lovely? The first card that comes out to you is the three of, cups, the three of cups, which is the celebration card, and this is the celebrating of you knowing at a higher level that this person is a soulmate of yours, was, was contracted to come into your life to help you learn lessons of tolerance, acceptance, patience, and forgiveness. And, um, and, and you're going to go on to reap the benefits of, of um, holding out this olive branch to this, to this uh, friend of yours. And it's going to affect your other relationships as well. So that's absolutely beautiful. And the next card that comes out to you, woohoo, I love this, is the chariot. You know, this is a recognition card. This and, 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 and it's also about movement, about movement and, uh, and recognition. So, you know, you will probably uh, take this, not probably, but you will take this energy of being magnanimous and being lovely and open and, you know, hey, let's just bury the hatchet or whatever that is. And that's going to keep you in good stead um, uh, with the chariot card there, which is one of recognition. And you've got two major arcana cards there. The emperor is the, the emperor is a great diplomat. 
he is the one that really doesn't like a king doesn't say off with their head and you know uh, you know <laughs> um, he he likes to weigh up the situation he's very diplomatic and uh, and he sees both sides of everything um, and uh, and is is much more loved um, than a uh, uh, than a king because of his people skills so um, all of these three cards um, really point to um, you know this keeping you in good stead. Um, either something will happen further with this friend, but you will see it blossom in all of your other relationships. So well done, Ashil. I'm glad I did that. Yeah, I could resonate to that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I felt like a uh, load was taken off my shoulder when I did that. So I knew it was Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the energy, the energy is very light. It's very bright. It's like you can take a deep breath again, and you're not hampered or encumbered by this this burden of carrying around, not uh, not forgiving or, or or reaching out. So, like I said, well done. I hope that's been helpful. Of course, that was helpful. Thank you so much, Candy. Okay, take care, Sheila. Bye bye. And let's draw three more cards, three more cards, as we were just coming to the end of that reading for each one of us this week. That, uh, that you know, after a loss, we should really nurture ourselves. Um, the next one is the Hierophant card, and the Hierophant card is if, if we're really having trouble with, um, uh, with a loss, is to seek out a spiritual mentor to seek out a therapist, is to seek out somebody, a good friend that we can just talk to and that we can confide in, and that's going to help us enormously. So um, that's a good one to end on. You know, we don't have to shoulder the burden ourselves. People are not mind readers. If you really are overwhelming in your grief, is to reach out to somebody. Um, and there are so many people that can help us out there. And that just about wraps the show up for today. I'd like to thank you to all my callers, my listeners for tuning in the program. Thank you so much. And thank you to those people who are listening to the archive shows on either the Blog Talk Radio site or iTunes for free. Now, don't forget that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you'd like to receive my uplifting and enlightening Angel Healing House newsletter filled with channeled messages from my angelic family, the posse of angels, and myself, please email me and send me your request to candy, C-A-N-D-Y, at angelhealinghouse.com. And to purchase my remarkable channel book, the inspirational books, Angels of Faith and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, and my new book that's coming out in May of 2016, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiographical true story of my angelic walk-in experience I experienced in January of 2003, please go to the Angel Healing House website, which is www.angelhealinghouse.com. And you know, you can always call Angel Healing House for your intuitive counseling and Reiki healing sessions, either in my Los Angeles office or nationally and internationally using distant healing, and this can be done over phone or Skype. You can call Angel Healing House on 831-277-3716 or email me at candy, C-A-N-D-Y, at angelhealinghouse.com. And until next time, beautiful listeners, allow your radiant light to shine forth and go out and fashion 
a beautiful life for yourself. Love as always and angel blessings. And I look so forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care. Bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.